You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screeners Podcast. This is Chad. I'm Daniel. I'm April. And I'm Tyler. And we're back to talk all things media. We have a very exciting show tonight. We're going to be reviewing the new Netflix film, Extraction, as well as the new television series on Hulu, Little Fires Everywhere. But before we get into that, I just want to remind everyone to please find us on all of the socials. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash screenerscast. You can find us on Twitter at screenerscast. And you can send us an email to screenerscast at gmail.com. Come. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you're watching during this time of quarantine and isolation. What shows would you like us to talk about? We are certainly open to reviewing different television shows, different series, uh, movies that maybe we haven't heard about. So if you've got some suggestions, make sure to drop them in the comments. We will be sure to reply. So everybody, we ready to go? Ready to jump in? Let's do it. Let's do it. Here yeah. we go. Let's do our main event review of Extraction. Welcome to the main event. You're hoping if you spin the chamber enough times, you're gonna catch a bullet. It's just easy that way. This is an extraction. So who are the players? Biggest drug lord in India versus biggest drug lord in Bangladesh. It's a kidnapping. Drug lord's son. Clock's running at 16 hours. Proof of life as of six hours ago. Extraction is the latest film produced uh, and distributed by Netflix. It has got some heavy hitters behind it. The Russo brothers, yes. Those Russo brothers uh, who are credited writers as well as bringing the first time debut Sam Hargrave, who is a stunt coordinator on films such as Atomic Blonde and all of the Marvel movies that the Russo brothers have done. And I think that when you see this movie, that is evident. Stars Chris Hemsworth. And we're going to just go around, and this is a kind of movie that would typically be released. Obviously, in the theater, it's big action spectacle, but Netflix is trying to fill that action void in our hearts. And of course, we're really disappointed that the biggest action hero lover of all time, Chris Farrell, could not be with us tonight. He actually lost internet over the last two days, which really stinks, because I have a feeling this could be his number one movie of the year at the end of the year. <laughs> it will but we'll be. see. It will be. Very well could be. So without further ado, let's go around and let's give our spoiler-free takes on Extraction, and then we'll jump into spoilers a little bit later. And I don't know, Tyler, let's start with you. What did you think about Extraction? Uh, I got to say, I really enjoyed it. It, it was, uh, it's a fun, it was, fun is not maybe the best word, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's an intense action thriller that is, you know, relentless. It's a, it's a chase uh, that doesn't end for the whole two hours of the movie or however long it is. Yeah, it's a movie I didn't expect. I guess I don't know. I didn't know what I was really getting into when I when I watched it. Um, but I enjoyed it. It feels like a throwback to a lot of those kind of uh, straightforward '90s or early 2000s action th- action movies like you know Payback or Ransom or something like that, where it's just guy on a mission you know, going through a city and, and he's, he's got this one thing he's got to either get or do or, or whatever. And, and so it's, it's 
there's nothing special in terms of the plot. It's it's there's, there's a kid's been kidnapped and he has to get him. But the action is is really this. I think Chad, you used the word spectacle. That's a way to a good way to describe it. It is over the top. It's intense. You know from the the first moment of the movie that this is going to be blood soaked. Uh, there are just crazy knife fights and shootouts and it, it is it's a it's a it's a fun brutal uh, movie. So I I enjoyed it. All right, so a positive recommendation from Tyler. Brutal, fun, spectacle. Okay, those are words that you may expect with a film like this. April will break up the brothers tonight and go to you. Mm. What did you think about Extraction? Do you share in Tyler's enthusiasm? Um, I agree that it was brutal, and I... (laughs) I do love I do love me some Chris Hemsworth. So, and I thought he was great. Um I thought his relationship with this kid was cool. But I actually didn't like it. <laughs> like I felt <laughs> like it was not fun at all. I feel like it took itself way too seriously. It was over the top gory but not in a fun way that uh, I don't know. I just thought it took itself too seriously. It was action on action on action, which is which is fine. I thought the choreography was great. Um, the action scenes were spectacular, but that was pretty much all this movie was. I didn't really f- emotionally connect with any of the characters. It was very predictable. They There was nothing new or original about this film. It kind of felt like a film I have already seen. With that being said, it's not a bad film per se. It just, eh, it was just kind of meh for me. So so, so just kind of meh. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of action strung together but not enough in between that to keep you interested beyond more than a meh. Okay. Daniel, where do you fall on the April Spectrum versus Tyler? First of all, uh, Chad, did I miss it? Did you talk about Sam Hargrave, who, who he is? I did, yeah. I mentioned that he was a longtime stunt coordinator yeah. for Atomic Blonde, all the Russo movies, and this was his debut as a director. Yeah, yeah, and he, he went directly from End- Avengers Endgame into directing this film. And, and you can tell that it's the directorial debut of a stunt coordinator because those are the best things about this movie, the stunts. And I, I agree with Tyler. The action is pretty great overall. Um, it's very well choreographed. That's the best thing about it. Uh, you can, It's very intricately coordinated because they have many long takes. And so I really respect that. I think that, that was done very well a, as a whole. But honestly, this film has nothing else going for it. That's it. That's right there. That's it. Hemsworth's character has to go rescue a kid, bring him out of the city. That's... That's it. That's the plot. And um, while the action is solid, movies need more than that. Uh, They just do. A lot of people are comparing this to John Wick, and there are so many reasons why John Wick works, even though both films have nonstop action. No question Mm -hmm. about it. But there are a lot of things that John Wick has that make it work, like world building and over-the-top action in, in an unrealistic way, in a fun way. unrealistic way where this is very very trying to be very grounded and very realistic and so it just makes it kind of a slog and so i i honestly as i was watching this i I felt like i had watched it for almost two hours and i was like okay yeah it's probably wrapping up things started to kind of slow down it's like all right and i checked and there was a full hour left i had only (laughs) been watching for an hour this movie is just nonstop action and so it feels like it takes forever but let's talk about the action because it's there are sequences that I genuinely really liked, like the knife fight. It's a knife fight uh, kind of that starts up top on a roof and then they kind of fall down and, and go into the middle of the street. And I thought it was really unique and really well done. I loved how it was, they were kind of 
fighting each other while motorbikes like zipped in between them. And I thought that was very interesting. Very, like I said, very well choreographed. The choreography as a whole in this film really, really shines. And I, and I mostly appreciated the long takes. There are a lot of long takes here. There's Netflix was really pushing and promoing this really long car chase. They, they've been teasing that for, for weeks. And I honestly felt that that was underwhelming. I tweeted something about the way that the long takes in that car sequence were stitched together was the opposite of seamless. It was seamful. I could see every moment where it cut from one camera shot to another camera shot. It was really poorly cut together. Um, there was a moment that I had to, uh, when, when the camera was inside the car, that I had to really, I had to rewind it like three times to make sure I was seeing what I was seeing, where the image was so distorted from being cut together poorly. It was it was a mess. So that's a nitpick, but all this stuff aside, the movie is just boring. I, I can only take so much nonstop action without caring about the motives, the emotion, the mission, the characters, or anything. So... Well, Chris Hemsworth does a good job. The action is is pretty solid overall. There's just nothing else going for it. So I am also on the meh side of things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where am I going to fall on this spectrum? Well, believe it or not, I'm actually going to go with Tyler on this one. Wow. There we go. That's what I'm talking I am. about. I am absolutely. So a couple things. Now, this is not a great movie by any stretch of the imagination. No. but There are problems I, all over. Absolutely. But I, I, I'm going to, my old man get off my lawn is about to perk <laughs> up here a little bit because I'm, I'm getting tired of all you young punks and not just you, Daniel, but all, I've seen a lot of people complaining about the simplicity of the plot, which is, oh, it's just somebody gets kidnapped and then he just has to go get them out and survive. Do I need to rattle off the litany of movies that that one simple premise has that is pretty good? How about Mad Max Free Road, anyone? We want to talk about the plot on that one. They go one place and turn around and come back. Okay, oh. so don't <laughs> give me a break. I just the truth. No, absolutely the truth. I have to interject. I can't let you continue. It's the truth. No, it's the truth. <laughs> no. no, don't let the truth hurt your feelings. Like Daniel. I said, like I said, similar to John, my my explanation of John Wick. Yes, both are nonstop action. Yeah, plot is not the 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 key element. That's why I said. You need a pairing of both. Mad Max has this world building that makes the action uh-huh. otherworldly and interesting. Don't even try to tell me uh-huh. you think extraction uh-huh. is That's even in the same world That's as Mad Max. That's not what I said. We're talking about the premise here. I also was born in an era where I grew up enjoying these really simplified action films like Commando and Rambo yes. 2 yep. and all of these very simple premise, that suck. crazy nah. over-the-top action, etc. You don't know. It doesn't but suck. You're like two like, years the, old. That's Be quiet. The okay, but this movie yeah. is not fun. It takes well, itself way not too not seriously. So I that first of all, it depends on what you consider fun. Everybody doesn't have to like exactly the same thing. So here's the point for what this movie is. It does it at an extremely high level. And what this movie is, is a display for action scenes. And these action scenes are not just good. They're fantastic. The one are now there's some bad CGI moments for sure. I'm with you on that, Daniel. But the one are in the middle of this film where two principal characters, because we're not in spoilers, but where two principal characters come together for the first time, and it starts with that car chase that you referenced. It's about 12 minutes long. Mm -hmm. 
that sequence is unbelievable. It's not just good. It's fantastic. The choreography, the composition, the way the camera moves, the the thought that was put into progressing from one scene to the next, the, the development of the story of who these characters are, that we are learning about them while they're fighting, the way that Hemsworth's character is protecting the boy versus this other character that we're still not sure about his motives. All that is really, really intriguing. Not only that, the, there's like these rooftop jumps moments where the camera work is just they're throwing it over the from building to building it's just absolutely wonderful now the plot is absolutely thin it is it is a very simple premise that we've seen dozens and dozens of times before and it's littered with really bad dialogue especially yes. when they're talking about plot there are multiple oh, yeah. times where they just say the plot out loud i mean there's a scene that's in the very beginning where uh, one character says to another you just hope to spin the chamber enough times that you'll catch a bullet. It's like, come on, yeah, yep. come on, people, yep. don't do that. You know, and there's, you know, there's conversations that happen between two people where it would clearly be understood what they're saying to each other without having to say it, but they say it anyway. Yep. It's just lots of just really dumb, dumb dialogue. There's some like, dumb This is the moments. only way we can get the money is if you do yeah. this. It's like, yeah, I know. It's, yes. Yeah. Or this isn't a huge spoiler, but there's a guy who's in jail and he says and he's clearly the boss right and he says to a guy that works for him you think i can't hurt you because i'm in jail of course he oh, knows yeah. you can hurt him he works for you anyway it's so dumb it's so dumb and there's some stupid things like there's shots where people are sitting at the bottom of a lake for, it makes the dumbest it's <laughs> yeah. so dumb but anyway all that to say even still i actually don't think that this movie compared to some is just nonstop action. I mean, the movie's a little longer than two hours or just under two hours. And there are lots of times where they slow down to have conversations. There's a time where there's a conversation between Hemsworth's character and an old friend. And there are multiple times where they sit down and the, the boy and Hemsworth's character talk to each other. Now, the writing in those is really bad, but they at least make the attempt. I don't, I do agree that I don't think it connects very well. And honestly, there's another character that's in here that's the, without giving anything away, that plays the opposite of Chris Hemsworth's character. And so I was more intrigued with their storyline by far. And I think they have, they actually do have an emotional scene where they're talking with their family that really worked for me. So I don't think this is a great movie. There's a fight in here with some kids that is hilarious. You guys talk <laughs> yes. about it doesn't have any fun. That entire that fun. fight was hysterical. But. Mm. No, it's funny. There was so much <laughs> slapping. It was so dumb. It and was him, so like, dumb. Like an old man muttering at them. Like. Just, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was so, so silly. But all that to say, it definitely wants you to take it seriously. It is definitely hardcore there. Um, I read an article that talked about the body count on this thing is more than 100. It's gruesome. But the choreography is I will absolutely say that there are moments in this that are choreographed at the level of a John Wick. Now, John Wick's are better, for sure. But if you're just in the mood to have a, an action film that has got super high production value, a, a fairly simple premise, then you can do a lot worse than this. And I've, just, I've seen a lot of people say this is a terrible movie and it's oh, it shouldn't have even been. And I just I just can't get on that on board with that idea because I had fun. Ultimately, I enjoy the construction of what it took to make this film and the seriousness with which it approaches the idea even though this is based on a graphic novel and if you know that it's based on a graphic novel you kind of can see how what they're doing to set up these characters and so super dumb plot dialogue super bad but still i enjoyed it overall 
So there you have it. So I just, anything I just else? Can, I just cannot get on board with this movie being fun. Like, I, and like yeah, I said, fun is I, not a word I would the, use at all. The reason I, I think "meh" is a, is a fine word to describe for it because it's not like the action is worthwhile. This isn't garbage. Yeah. The action is very, very well done. So I don't want to throw away the entire movie because of that. But I just found it, despite even with as good of action as it has. It couldn't hold my attention. Like, the movie was just so dreadfully Agreed. boring. I was so bored. Because and by, the, by the time that kid scene came around that you guys say it was so funny, like, I had already been geared up that this is a serious movie to be taken seriously. So it was just, it just didn't work. It was like, there was yeah. nothing else like that in the whole film. It was, yeah. you, I don't know. It was just. And was I, I think, I think another positive thing, I think Hemsworth does a very good job, not just with having to do so many of his own stunts and he fighting does. in this film. He does it very good. But also, um, the scene that impressed me with his performance, even though, like you were saying, the, the writing was just awful, but his performance Horrible. of the uh, the bedroom scene where he, he, yeah. and, the boy, he and the boy are, yep. are having a conversation, yep. uh, uh, that, I, thought, I thought he was doing a very good job, mm. especially for what he was working with. I agree, um, and if that scene had eliminated the kid asking a question between every yes, other segment, yes, and, it, yes. and it was just a monologue, yeah. where he still said all the things that we know, um, but said them to himself, it would have been a million times better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With with that, you know, the Hemsworth I think is is a, a fantastic part of this movie. Like he. Again, give like speaking bad dialogue, but he does a good job with it. That's mm-hmm. that's my big complaint with the movie too. Is I think that he, as an actor, is misused. Like he elevates the dialogue, but like the thing that the thing that Hemsworth does the best that he is known for is being a charming, charismatic guy, and he's not allowed to do that in this. And I think that was uh, that was a little bit of a detriment. Not, not a little bit. That was a, a, a pretty big detriment to the movie. It shines through. Like the the scene we have referenced a couple times here that, that shines through is is the this you know scene where he's fighting with the kids and he gets to be a little bit snarky. I don't but- know. I think I disagree though because I I think. What I saw maybe maybe for the first time in this film is that Hemsworth does have dramatic chops. Um, oh, totally. I, I, I just... So I, th- I, I think that if he was in a good movie with, with good writing, um, even drama, even maybe take away the action, I think he could hold his own. I've just never seen that from him. You know, yeah. all, all I've seen up to this point is snarky Thor version of Chris Hemsworth. And so... Um, this showed me he's got he's got more to him, so he just needs the right project. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But again, I want to circle back on the idea that this movie is not fun, right? So there's a difference in something <laughs> that is fun versus something having a sense of humor. This movie does not have a sense of humor at all. But is the movie fun? Again, it depends on what you consider fun. To me, I had a magnificently fun time with the construction of these action scenes. I loved all of those things. And so if you were to ask me in that moment, was I exhilarated? Was I having fun? A hundred percent I was. Yeah. So... Uh, that's that's now did i laugh out loud no never i mean i laughed a little bit during the kid fight but but i didn't laugh out loud i was never like oh this is just delightful absolutely not but i had a ton of fun with the action it grabbed it held my attention the entire time i am a chronic like whatever what do they call it, the double screener or whatever it is like i i i do that and it's bad um but i'll say like extraction i was riveted 
you know, the mm. enti- pretty much the entire time, as opposed to the other thing that we're going to be talking about later today, later tonight. Uh, I was I was not riveted by, um, and and like the action kept <laughs> me going. So yeah, it's so I, I really appreciate it. Again, it is not this is no John Wick. The, the, there is lots of relentless fighting. That's that's your comparison between the two of them, truly. But but it it held me. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed so it. So I, I think why I don't think I wouldn't use the word fun is because. I personally I don't like gore just for the sake of gore and this movie was very was very gory and it was just it just took itself too seriously so it made me like really feel the gore we're like in John Wick like yeah those are super gory too but it's like so over the top and not like it's not trying to be realistic so for me as someone who's not a huge fan for gore for the sake of gore like I would not describe that as fun. I was like ugh the whole time. Sure. And I would just say I don't think it was gore for the sake of gore. But I agree. That's just two different perspectives. So, all right. Well, anything else that you guys want to talk about before we make our recommendations? Obviously, since it's on Netflix, it's just a very simple, is it worth your time to watch or not? Uh, Anything else? Any other performances or issues or anything positive? April, was there anything you liked about it? I like Chris Hemsworth. Well, that's fair. He's hard (laughs) not to like. And actually, I I agree with what you're saying, Daniel, that I don't think, I think in this case, trying to make him charming would have been a misstep. Yep. In yep. this specific film, I think yeah. I think it wanted to play him against his type, which was broken and hurt. And he did a good uh, job with that. And he did a good job at it. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I'll just say I don't hate this movie. Like I still think the movie's fine. Like there's, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. Um, I it just I just personally didn't care for it. But I I can appreciate that the choreography was really good and the action scenes were great. I don't know. I wasn't in the mood for it. I had to watch it because of this episode, and I was just like. Man. You were already mad. I was like, already. I want to watch something different. You stupid screeners. Well, yeah. I, I I think the w- another co- small complaint, a nitpick, but I'm just tired of the the burnt yellow cinematography for Middle East. It's like okay, I get it. It's hot. Okay, you don't have to burn everything. You know, blow it out to get it across. Like some of the 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 drone shots of the cityscapes and everything was just orange like so the sky is yellow it's like give me a break but that's an yeah all all blockbusters 99 percent of them are blue or not blue and orange they that's just what they are but yes you're right all right well then let's go around let's make our recommendations just a very simple is it worth your two hours to watch and let's go to you tyler yeah uh, absolutely in fact the moment i finished this i uh, i texted my parents and said Dad, you need to watch this. Like, and he, they did, and they loved it. So, it's like if you got to be in the mood for it. It's an intense, uh, it's an intense movie, but it's it's worth it. I think. Okay, April, same question. I would say if you just are a huge fan of action, then yes, it's definitely worth it. It's not bad, but there's a lot more things streaming right now that I think are better quality. So, okay, Daniel. Yeah, I'm like right on the line of this one. I think Tyler's right. This is a total dad movie. So if, if you <laughs> recommend this to your dads, because um, this is this is right up there. I, man, so if we were doing theater, I would say this is a rental, like because it's not garbage, but it's not theater worthy. But that's not the question here. So I guess it's like my lowest recommendation of see it. I mean, there's just so many better things to watch, but this isn't awful. So I guess if you like relentless action sure see it <laughs> okay and I actually like what you did there daniel that you referenced what this would have been had this been released in the theater actually i think that's that's very good if we were using that same scale i would agree with you that this is i would not say see this in the theater i would say rent it but 
as a two-hour distraction at home on Netflix, if you like action, I say it's 100% worth it, and I really enjoyed a lot of what this movie did. If you're looking for something to do at home for two hours, then I would recommend that it is worth your time. I really liked it a lot. And there's not really a ton to spoil in this movie other than some plot beats, which we've already established is the worst piece of this. So we'll just leave it at that and say, let's jump now into our review of Little Fires Everywhere. I have always had the best intentions. Someone burned down your house with you inside. <laughs> Elena, do you know anyone that would do this? The IMDb plot description of Little Fires Everywhere reads, Based on Celeste Ng's 2017 bestseller, Little Fires Everywhere, follows the intertwined fates of the picture-perfect Richardson family and the enigmatic mother and daughter who upend their lives. Chad is not joining us for this episode. He was not able to catch up with the series in time, so we just have April, Tyler, and I here to review it. This is a mini-series on Hulu, eight episodes long. We have all three of us watched all the episodes, so we will do our our overall opinions, and then we'll dive into spoilers because there actually is quite a bit that we can talk about in spoilers here. Uh, it stars Reese Witherspoon, Kerry Washington, Joshua Jackson, Rosemary DeWitt, and many others. Uh, and uh, yeah, there is a lot to talk about here. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. April, what did you think of Little Fires Everywhere? All right. Well, I did not know really anything about the show before I started watching it. I just, uh, my mother-in-law actually was raving about it. So that was all I knew. Um, so anyway, uh, I... I would say I'm much more positive after the finale. I feel like the last two episodes uh, were re- were really solid television. Um, it's a bit of a slow burn, and I felt like the first six episodes were just super melodramatic, and the acting was a bit over the top for like the circumstances that were happening. It just felt like everything was just blown out of proportion. Um, the last two episodes, I feel like, work because you know, some things actually are blown out, like actually big deals. So the acting, over-the-top acting works then. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I, I think I actually really enjoyed the the ending and how it wrapped things up. I felt like it had a solid um, closure in a way while also kind of being open-ended and uh, which obviously we can go into spoilers because there were some things that I didn't like. I, I can just say, I don't think Carrie Washington is that good of an actress. Uh, I think mm. she, like, overplays her her um, role. Like, I don't know. I, I, I remember feeling like that with her in Scandal, too. I don't know. Did y'all ever watch Scandal? Yeah. Nope. She she is... I, I do disagree with you, but I do see what you mean. Like, she hits... Like, when, when she turns on the drama, she turns it on hard. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just felt like she was like very early on when there really wasn't much we didn't know much about her at the time but also there were just little things that had happened that were dramatic but I felt like she was giving looks that could kill and I didn't think the circumstances were deserving of those looks but she didn't have like a middle ground it was either like super friendly or oh my gosh I hate you Hmm. and it was just just very sulky and she does this weird mouth thing that she does that she did in scandal it just drives me crazy with everything that she says so um i didn't love i have thoughts Car- but i'll, I'll but i'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> okay well anyway i didn't my... love carrie washington reese weatherspoon I, I i still think she turned tuned it up a little much early on too 
like they were both trying to get an Emmy or something. But um, I still thought she was fine. But yeah, I thought that the story was interesting. Eh. Yeah, I'd say overall I'm pretty positive on it, but I, I felt like it was a very slow burn to get to quality stuff. Okay, so sounds like lots to complain about, but still overly <laughs> or still still overall. The last positive. two episodes was I was I really enjoyed. So saved it for you. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay, well we'll definitely dive in more. Uh, Tyler, what did you think? Actually, weirdly, I have a, a. I think it sounds like a lot of the same comments that that April had, um, but mine, but my end reactions are different, and not because of the end, because I actually agree with you. I think the last two episodes are are pretty good, uh, particularly the last episode. I like that more. Um, but I and I, I think the performances are um, are intense and uh, not nuanced per se they are they are intense and they are melodramatic um but for me the the combination of the melodrama and the length um really left a a a bad taste in my mouth in fact i i kind of think that i could have skipped the middle like four episodes and not missed an entire like not missed a beat at all um i think this should have been a movie not a miniseries. Um, I think that I just think it's it's overly long. Now, like all that to say, I think the performances across the board are good, and they they even though they turned up the melodrama, I think the melodrama was on purpose. Um, and um, and so for what they were, I assume that they were asked to do. I think everybody did a good job with it. Um, I just think that I just think it was way too long, uh, way too uh, melodramatic. There's. Uh, some stuff I'll, I'll say for spoilers that, that I'm not in love with, but, uh, but just, um, yeah, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. I, I'm, I'm all for a slow burn. Actually, I, I'm all for, um, for drama, but a lot of it felt very manufactured and very, um, yeah, not organic, uh, drama, just, it was drama to be dramatic and to be extra over the top. Kind of like, kind of like you said, April, like right from the beginning, like the moment Carrie Washington and, and her, yeah, Mia and her daughter Pearl come in, you know, there is going to be drama because of all the looks that are given and all of the, the shots that are taken and stuff like that. And, and that felt, it just didn't feel organic to me, but, yeah. um, but we'll talk about this more, but so loved, loved the, the performances. I think the performances are excellent. I just think it's, it should have been a movie. It was far, far too long. Interesting. Um, yeah, so it sounds like none of us read the book, so yeah. none of us are familiar. No, on I the really wanted to, book. though. I, I did have, I did really want to. Interesting. Um, I think emphasis on the past tense there did. Uh, <laughs> I might, I, I don't know, I might Actually, pick it up, but I feel book, like this is a full adaptation. It's eight episodes yeah. for a, uh, not a I, I do think, book. well, let me, oh, let me get to it. So, uh, I share many of your criticisms. Um, I disagree on some specific ones, which is funny. But I also land pretty negative on this one. Um, there's definitely some good stuff in this show. I want that to be clear. There, there's a sp- specific storyline that we'll talk about more relating to a court case that I felt mm-hmm. like I hadn't really seen explored in TV that was really challenging and gray and just something that was tough to explore. And so yeah. that was the most interesting mm-hmm. storyline that, that really could have justified its own show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, so that was interesting. Thing. We'll talk... We'll talk about that more. Um, and the performances, uh, I think, overall are good. Reese Witherspoon is very good. I think her character is way too similar yes. to her role in Big Little Lies. Yeah, yeah, it's because um, it's the same character. Yes. Same character, just in the 90s and with a bigger family and uh, trying to be a little bit more perfect, uh, more suburban. Yeah, um, otherwise, it's 
very, very similar. So I don't think that's, but, but at the same time, she plays that, that annoying, trying to be perfect mom role really well. So, you know, Carrie Washington. So my thoughts that I kind of wanted to, I, I alluded to earlier, I don't think it, any of that was her fault, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the 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 I think the problems with her performance come out of the writing, Agreed. which overall is just no good here. It's just not as a whole. You're right. Her, her everything is over dramatic um, with her character specifically from the get go. She m- walks in. We meet her for the first time, and she is full of rage mm-hmm. at everyone, uh, and and it's not believable. No. Um, I think they try to build it up to show us why she's full of rage, and it just never works. No. Um, human beings don't act this way um, at all. And so I think it was intentional. Um, I think she was directed that way. I think the character's written that way. So I don't think the blame lies on Kerry Washington. Um, I so, think it lies on a bad character. Agreed. Well, so here's where I would disagree with you. Um, what I had read online, because I was curious. So up till up till episode six, uh, they kind of pin Reese Witherspoon's character against Kerry Washington. Like they're at right, odds. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I apparently in the book, it's supposed to be more of an even playing field where you feel kind of like an equal amount of disdain for both characters. Mm. But up until level six, I don't know about you guys, but I was like, hardcore on Reese Witherspoon's side and felt like Carrie Washington's attitude just was completely like just over the top. Like she came across like a total B and mm-hmm. it did not, it did not feel justified at all. Even her, um, like once they did some flashbacks, which I don't yeah. remember when that was like, even her flashbacks, like yeah. I felt like didn't even justify it. Cause I was expecting, okay, well she must've gone through some kind of trauma. And I mean, it was, I guess somewhat traumatic, traumatic not, yeah. in a right, way, yeah. but right. not not but more in like a that would make you sad, not make you right. angry um, at everyone. But yeah. but so um, I was talking to my husband Beecher about it, and he actually brought up a good point because I was like, well, maybe it's not her fault. Maybe it's how she's directed. And he he actually brought up a point, which is why I think it's Carrie Washington. Because just imagine instead of Carrie Washington, you have like Octavia Spencer playing this mm-hmm. role. She can she can give you a look that shows you that she's unhappy with you. But it doesn't. But it's not like a "I'm going to kill you" look, you know. Yeah. Like, like I just felt like she only gave "I'm going to kill you" looks, and it yeah. wasn't. They were never justified. Like Reese Witherspoon was just like, "Oh, sorry, you know, I can't do month to month." Yeah, Death I don't know. Glare. There are things. There are things I can point to that are a little bit spoilery. Um, that that make me slightly just dis- like I, I'm not gonna fight you hard on it because yeah. I I also it didn't work for me either like we both agree on the outcome right, right. Yeah. just disagree on the reasoning uh, but there are things I can point to that are spoilery that we can talk about a little bit to where I feel like I feel right. like it was written that way but but well, anyway I can I, say, I, but me- I didn't feel that way about Reese's character yeah and I yeah. felt like the melodra- the melodrama was still just as much Sure. written into her storyline but sure. I did not feel that way about her performance. Sure. That's true. That's true. So so that brings up a good point um that we've all talked about. The the melodrama in this show. It's occasionally compelling just like any melodrama is, but my biggest problem, man oh man, this show couldn't have gone in more directions if it tried. I mean, I agree. okay, I 
I tried to make a comprehensive list of all the major topics it covered, and I don't think I got to it. But let me let me give you, give you a start here. Covers race, discrimination, economic disparity, abortion, adoption, transracial adoption, surrogacy, adultery, homosexuality, plagiarism, sibling rivalries, bullying, arson, kidnapping, and more. I feel like there are things that blatant things that I forgot to add into that list. Um, point did you being, say adultery. I sure did say adultery. Okay. <laughs> point being. <laughs> All Loss of these of identity. things. Yeah. Motherhood. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Uh, that's a good one. Um, I, I, all of these things are absolutely worth discussing and portraying in a TV show, but trying to cover all of these was way too melodramatic for me. I rolled my eyes so much in Ooh, this yep. show. Sibling rivalry? So much. Yeah, I, I covered that one. Oh, okay. Dang it. You read it so fast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just it's just too much going on. Um, yeah. yeah, if people are listening to this on like two times speed, they're going to have a <laughs> tough time catching my list. Sorry, guys. Uh, but really, again, it's not to say this show is awful. It's just a lot. Um, yeah. I, I just wish it was so much more streamlined. Seeing all of this stuff happen to just a few people over the span of a couple months was, was honestly silly. Um, it felt like a soap opera with higher production value. And, and, and like I said, there were storylines that worked better for me than others. And yeah, it wrapped up okay. But uh, just overall, I think those, I think they could have discussed a lot of these topics in more detail. Um, uh, I, I can imagine that the book would cover this in, in an easier way because you're not watching the things play out in the right. same way. Um, so it wouldn't feel like so much happening to just a couple people. Um, but yeah, I, I just... Honestly, I really wouldn't recommend it to most people because I just don't think this show was very good. It was just too much, too, too much. And uh, to where it couldn't really cover have a, have a, something great to say about any one of those topics because it was all just spread way too thin. So um, it's not awful, but uh, it's just mediocre. So, so I, think kinda... the, I think their big issue is I feel like they had a solid – I think the story itself is solid – um, I think the ending works really, really well. Yeah. Uh, I think they wanted to fill eight episodes. And so mm-hmm. in order to make it interesting early on, they had to up the melodrama. Because otherwise, it, it, this this story is mostly set up with a really big payoff. Um, and I think the payoff actually works really, really well. But... It just takes so long to get there. And you go through all these dumb little mel- melodramatic circumstances in order to fill the episodes that it just drags the whole thing down yeah well i think that the the ending which we'll we'll get to later the ending is appropriate for all the melodrama like it Mm -hmm. reaches this crescendo um so i i think i i absolutely agree i think the ending works incredibly well and and gave it a better taste in my mouth than i than i had for for most of it but um but yeah it just it felt like you know, it, it almost felt like Kerry Washington was cast because of Scandal, because they wanted the melodrama. Like, Scandal is the most melodramatic show I've ever seen in my life. And oh, my gosh. It's so stupid. I actually really liked the first, like, <laughs> I did two too, seasons. The first few, and yeah. then it got, like, <laughs> it got oh, insane. her dad. Her dad goes against terrorists. <gasps> her mom is a terrorist. It's so I was like, insane. like, what? This is so stupid. Yes. Sorry. And I, and I felt like that's, but that's why they cast her. And I, and like I said, I actually really like Kerry Washington. She she did a good job in that. She's done, she's done a good job in other things. Um, but... But I felt like that's why she was cast. It was like, oh, we are going to up the melodrama from moment one, and that's why she's here. Um, 
more than her subtle acting as a mom. In fact, in contrast, I think her daughter, uh, and I'm forgetting the actress's name who plays her daughter. Yeah, she did a good job. She did a great job. Um, yeah, I did think Lexi her Underwood. Was great. Lexi yeah. Underwood, and for somebody who can who can who can go between Reese Witherspoon and uh, Carrie Washington and hold her own as an actress mm-hmm. is is impressive. Um, yeah. And so I, I really liked her. She she did a great job as well as um, is Rosemary Druitt? No, who's Izzy? Um, the actress who Izzy, plays Izzy is uh, Megan Stott, it, it, um, yeah. and she like I think she does a really good job uh, as well in a in a character who could who could have also gone way over the top. Um, I think I think in general she does a good job too. So there, there's some good I think there's some good nuggets to be found that actually like they were all asked to go melodramatic and and so I don't right. yeah I think that's the direction. I actually fault. didn't really feel. Like, I actually thought all the performances were great. Like, the only one that bothered me, really, was Carrie Washington. I thought, actually, all the actresses that played, um, the actors that played the, like, younger versions Mm -hmm. of them, they were, I thought they were all very phenomenal. They did a good job casting. Okay, I was was shocked. Uh, Every actor and actress who played the younger versions of, of these characters, their voices I was trying to figure out if it was dubbed over. It sounded yeah, they all did a of great the characters. Job. It sounded exactly like the older characters. It like to a weird point. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what's her name? Who plays uh, Anna Sophia Robb? Yeah. Uh, which you know she's a she's a relatively known actress. She's she's been in a lot of a, a lot of things. Her voice sounded exactly like Reese Witherspoon. And then mm-hmm. same with the 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 person who played Carrie Washington's younger version. And like I, I it was so it was like. Strange because they don't look identical, but they sounded identical. I it was, yeah, wow. I thought I thought they did a good job. I thought it was interesting that they chose. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I don't think so. The picture there's like a picture that is Carrie Washington, um, but it's based. It's supposed to be back when the earlier actress is. Yeah, that was. But weird. it looks like yeah. Carrie Washington. Like I don't know why they just didn't go with the younger actress because literally you see her like up until that point, and then like oh Carrie Washington now like magic. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's very strange. So let's go around and do our recommendations. Uh, and uh, just like with Extraction, this is just should should you watch it if you have a Hulu subscription or not. Uh, April, we'll start with you. You know, I I actually think it has a really good payoff. Like, af- the first six episodes, I was kind of meh on it. But it was still interesting, I guess, enough to, for me to keep watching. Um but I actually thought it was the the last two episodes for me, I think, are some of the best final episodes of any series that I've seen. I feel like it just wraps it up really, really Excuse well. Excuse me. No, I'm <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, I, I do think it wraps it up really April. well. It, it some t- of the best final episodes you've ever seen. Yes. And there are a lot of shows that I love the show, but the ending is a letdown. And this oh, is the opposite. Boy. The beginning is a letdown and the ending is really well or okay. really well done. Um so, yeah, I I don't think it's a complete wash. I think if you have the, I don't know, uh, yeah, sure, watch it. I'm not I'm not like gun ho for it, but it's not bad by any means. And for the record, my mother in law loved it, loved it. So um, there are people out there that love it. It's getting okay reviews. Sure. The ending, the yeah. ending as well. I think the ending makes it worth it. If it if the ending was just so so, I would say no. But the ending justifies it for me. All right, Tyler. Uh, I. I think if you could skip the middle four episodes and just go to the end, I say go for it. Uh, like watch the first two and then watch you the last two. You would be two. very confused. Very, <laughs> no, no, do, very do confused. Quick, do a quick recap. Don't do that. 
Uh, so, so no, I mean, my, my, my answer is no, don't go watch it. There's plenty of way better miniseries out there. Go watch devs, uh, go watch, uh, anything on Hulu or sorry, on HBO. Uh, it's no, it's no, it's not worth it. Uh, yeah, I agree with Tyler. Uh, I, the, the, I, I also agree with April that this is not a complete wash and I definitely think that there is an audience for this. I think, um, I think if, if, you're good with something pretty dramatic. You like a lot of drama and a lot of tension and all those things, um, even if it's not always the most realistic thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you'll enjoy this episode, but um, I'm giving my personal recommendation, right? So if you listen to this podcast very often and you agree with me often, don't watch this show. This is, uh, this, this is it's not awful, but there's so many better things out right now. Uh, Tyler just said devs. I absolutely agree. Um, wholeheartedly think you should watch that. Um, there are just so many better things out there that watching eight hours of this show honestly was not worth my time. I, I was, I was pretty ready for it to be done. So, uh, so yeah, I would say, I would say skip it unless you just are really dying for some drama. All right, with that, we will move into spoilers for Little Fires Everywhere. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got him? In that dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. Then I woke up. Okay, so uh, I, I want to start with some positive things because uh, we have been sort of negative on it. Not sort of. We've been pretty negative on this. Um, I, the the plot point that I was referring to that that I really in, enjoyed as a as a whole um, was the whole adoption court case. Yeah. Just because I feel like I've never seen that question explored and that's really challenging. Like I found yeah. myself as I was trying to think of, okay, what do, what do I want to happen? I was really challenged. Um, so just to recap, I mean, you should have seen this if you're listening to the spoiler section here, but these friends of Reese Witherspoon, the, the McCulloughs, um, they had, they adopted a, a Chinese girl, uh, when she was just a baby. And it turns out that uh, a woman in the same town works with Mia. It, she had been unable to, uh, buy formula or, or anything for her child for, uh, to, to be fed. And so she she had and she she wouldn't nurse and so she left the child at the fire station so that the child wouldn't wouldn't perish and uh and so then when the the woman finds out where the baby is she pursues her and mia funds this court case against the mccullough's to get her her child back what did you guys think of that whole plot line um well it was very convenient for for one um <laughs> yes very <laughs> um <laughs> And as a mom myself, actually, actually, under, I appreciated what they were trying to talk about. And I, I actually didn't know, like, for the, for the record, I was on the side of the couple that had already adopted mm. the baby. Mm-hmm. It was where I landed. But um, I, I did feel like, yeah, I, th- I thought the story, the story brought out a lot of emotions in me as a mom of figuring out, like, oh, my gosh, like, what would I do? And, mm-hmm. um, and it was very similar to Carrie Washington's storyline in a sense, um, and you understood why she was fighting so hard for this baby that wasn't hers. Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought that whole case, I thought the, the whole, the scene, the episode where the whole court case happens, which I think is the second to last 
episode. Um, I thought that was just really good, good television. It just it had like a like a court drama feel to it, and it was well mm-hmm. done. And the storyline was interesting. Um, and then they they tied in race into it and um, social status. So yeah, I mean, I thought the whole thing was that storyline was very well done. Um, I didn't like how the show ended with it as yeah, uh, like my heart. Like, it's just, it's such a tough, hard. tough yeah. one because you want the child to be with the mom. And I guess what the show is trying to say was, well, look at Reese Witherspoon's family who has everything and they burned down their house. And then Pearl and Carrie Washington didn't really have much and have always been on the run. And they actually have a better relationship, which I think is what they were trying to imply, which is saying like, oh, well, maybe this baby on the run with the new mom is really the way to go, which obviously she's going to get caught because that was a national story. And she's going to yeah. go. But anyway, but I also... Didn't necessarily think, like, I don't know. I felt like Pearl's character were kind of jumping side side notes, but since I'm here. I felt like um, Pearl was very forgiving of her mom, like, yeah, a really. little too quickly for, like, finding out this huge lie about her entire life. Right, like, yes. Well, she's, and then really, suddenly, she's kidnapped. She is a kidnapped child. Yes. Right. Like, yes. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. well, real quick, I want to jump back to the to the yeah, McCullough, the the court case. Um, yeah, I I just found that interesting because it is a challenging question, right? Like, we should want a child to be with their their birth mom if that's feasible, right? But right. but at the same time, she she gave the child up. To, she saved her child's life. She did. Right. She she did the most motherly thing and gave the child up. Um, I, one thing that I found, I, I, I have no idea what the actual legal, uh, court case, how, how that would have played out. I actually was very curious. I'm curious. I, 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 I kind of want to find a lawyer and, and ask mm-hmm. them. I felt like there's not a chance in the entire world that this would be like a national Agreed. news story. Like yeah. Yeah. it's pretty obvious that there's, I, again, w- this is a guess. I can't believe that there would be any legal standing for bb chow to to ask to get her child back like that there's no way so that was the only thing that i felt was a little ridiculous i like the 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 not moral but the the kind of existential question of Mm -hmm. oh she gave up her daughter and now she wants her back but she's already been adopted but as an actual court case i was kind of like this is kind of silly there's no way that the baby would be taken away from the adoptive parents like she well, gave her the, child up, and they the adoption wasn't finalized, right? That right, right. So that was the only that because I, I thought something very sure, similar. That was sure. the only thing that gave me the window of like, oh, maybe they couldn't. You know, she could stop it from being finalized. But yeah, I yeah. Well, here's the thing too with that with that whole storyline. Before she le- leaves the baby at the fire station, she goes to attempt to buy formula, and then the, like. The worst person on earth, yeah, right? Yeah, Whatever. It's like, yeah. oh, sorry, you're six cents short, and you can't have yeah. your formula or whatever. So stupid. Um, like, first of all, that would never happen. And, th- and but, then, like, with a with a get the f out of here, like, it was right. like, oh, okay, but, what? Right. <laughs> but okay, but, but for the sake, we'll say that ha- that did happen because that happens in the story. I'd, like, as a mom, like, I can't imagine that my next step would be to go leave her at a fire station. Like I would be going to every store until I find someone that would yeah, give me yeah. formula or I go to my boss wherever I'm working and be like, I really need formula. Like there's, right. there's my plenty of places. My child's going to die. Right. There are plenty of places that would have given her formula. Like 
So anyway. now I I understand the aspect that again. Oh, you know what? An- another topic I didn't have listed: illegal immigration. Yes, there you yes. go. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that I understand that aspect. She she was afraid that she was going to get sent back. You know, if she went to try to try to get help somewhere. I I I understood that I suppose. But so yeah, uh, just like this entire show, they 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 took a very interesting uh, existential question and then poured you know 10 liters of melodrama on right. top of it yeah. um but i i still appreciated that i, I was i was like hey i want to see a show that's about this well, it's about this ooh, did question. you put religious condemnation on there Ooh, another good one there, there you, you go. go well that that good was actually grief. my my issue with it was because i i agree with you i actually loved the entire that entire subplot but it felt tacked on Right, like, exactly. It, it was a se- it was a second thought. <laughs> yeah, it didn't feel organic out of it. It was like we talked about, like the whole thing was contrived. That she happens to yep. be working with the person who is uh, who gave up the daughter of uh, Reese Witherspoon's best friend yep. who adopted her. Like yep. it, it's so contrived. But and again, I, and I would love to watch a whole season just this. It would be it would be great. Yeah. But in the midst of everything is too much. The way they introduced BB Chow's character too was terrible. Oh, it was awful. Oh, it was awful. I was like, why are we so suddenly bad. here? Like there was the introduction was just like she just walked in the room and then Carrie Washington gave one of her like, oh my god, looks like what is wrong with her? And then she yeah, goes it was like after. She was psychic or something. I know, and I'm weird. like, wait, who's this was, person? What was the intro? Was the introduction when she and Pearl are eating out and then we meet yes. her? That was it, right? Yes. Yes. It's She's terrible. crying. In the restaurant. Yes. yes, it's awful. So stupid. And I, yeah, and I, so, I remember that. I was like, "Are we supposed? Was I supposed to know this before? Like, did I right. miss something?" Yep. It was. It was just that's that's my problem with this whole show. Is like they there are there are good nuggets here or there, but as a whole, the the show is just silly, frankly, and and overdramatic, and and it doesn't. It's more concerned with drama than it is with with substance tackling these these big yeah yeah substance exactly it, it has so many valuable things it wants to talk about the race relations so valuable to talk about uh, econ- economic disparity so valuable but but it just weighs it all down with all this ridiculous larger than life stuff happening and piling it all onto just a couple characters well we have, well, then we have a, a sibling a, a sibling love triangle oh, like like yeah. that so was silly. more important to the for them to focus on i think than Ooh, the actual and, substance. Uh, sexual assault allegations yes yep. sexual assault yeah absolutely yeah. uh it oh. was just too much okay and this is can we just say carrie washington and pearl <clears throat> packed up they like they have everything that are the belongings yeah. in their car where did all their furniture go they packed it up in literally hours. Yeah, and like, hours. It was a, uh, Reese it's the comes night. the next morning to an empty apartment other than right. the art project. But they're, yep. how do they fit all that furniture in that car? Hey, they are real yep. good at it. Actually, they they <laughs> went to at the at the beginning they went to, uh, to Goodwill to buy it. Um, but did they pack it up at the end? I, was it completely empty? The apartment was completely empty. It was empty. Oh, yeah, I did empty. not realize that. Yeah, uh, I was like, I told Beach, I was like, where'd all that furniture go? <laughs> and they left. It's out in the on the lawn just so that she can get a citation. <laughs> Let me tell you, one of my favorite characters uh, was was Brian, yes. the boyfriend of. Oh, I loved him. Lexi, oh, yeah, I did like him. Uh, yeah. Who we explored played by Stevante Hart, um, because he was asking the legit questions. Yes. He he the whole time he was kind of like, slow down, slow down. We blew, we blew past this. Why aren't we talking about this? Yes. Like about yeah. about uh, her stealing the stealing the the question, like. Uh, it was oh, and instead it, he he said basically like, the equivalent of if you don't know why I'm mad I'm not going to tell you and I was like 
No, have the conversation. That's so big. Right. But he's just it's there at a pepper. Well, no, I, like, I mean, no. I disagree. I, I think they did have the conversation. He was saying, if you don't realize how effed up that is, yeah. then then I don't know why we're together. And I was and and that's I, I really loved his attitude here because that's that's kind of how I felt about this whole show. It was, it was like all of these people suck. I hate <laughs> all of these people because because they're doing every awful thing imaginable. I mean, every okay, I, that whole and I did list. Not, I did not think that Carrie Washington's character, her her decision to keep the baby, like I did not see any kind of character build up to for her to actually make that decision. Yep. No. There was no bonding that. in her pregnancy. Like I could understand if in the story she had made that decision after she had the baby because there is a bond once you have sure, a baby sure. and you're holding the baby. But she made that decision while she was still pregnant. And it was yep. like her brother died. Her parents were like, you know, we don't think you should come to the funeral because you're pregnant, you know, religion. That's whatever. it. I'm keeping the baby. And yeah. that's like, okay, well, now I'm going to go on a life on the run. Like, like out of spite to other people. Right. Like that was just that I did not buy that decision. Okay. At question all. for you guys uh, that, that my wife and I d- uh, debated. Um, at the very end, Mia and Pearl drive up to a house. I think it's extremely obvious where they were. Where do you guys think they were? They were at the grand. The, at the very end, mm-hmm. yeah, the, her grandparents' house. I thought and it was. Tyler? I thought it was uh, the her dad's Pearl's dad. Wrong. It was the grandparents. Very obviously, I thought it was so obvious. If if she showed up, if Mia drove up to uh, whatever his name, the the dad's house, she would be arrested, y'all. <laughs> she would be arrested. Cops well, actually, that's and SWAT why I would be that. swarming. <laughs> Um, it, it makes no sense. She, now, now well, I'm not, I, I thought think she said, did she not say, go meet your grandparents? Yeah. She said it was like a, in a, in a flashback. So it was like disconnected, but they edited them right next to each other. So I was like, see, they're going to the grandparents. But oh. Rachel thought the same thing. Rachel thought it was going to, 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 well, I'm dad, pretty sure but. it was the same house that, yes, was it in. was. That's what I was and saying. Right, it was I the guess. same house that Reese visited when she yes. went to see the grandparents. It was the same. Oh. Yes. I'm 100% because with you. The, her dad lived in New York city. So exactly. they were like in an apartment. Did not now you could you could make an here. argument that, that maybe they left. I mean, we don't know. But they had you know, the same was, phone oh, number. Well, no, actually, she so called the true. number on the card. That's true. And they still answered. That's that very and, true. But I think now I'm actually I'm changing my tune because didn't when they um she says uh, if we drive right now we can be in New York by whatever by midnight or by morning or something like that and and Pearl says no, so she must not have been going there. Yeah, there you go. And, and then I, I just go back to the very base thing that that should not have been. She unclear. wouldn't just ca- she wouldn't just casually drive up and drop off Pearl at her dad's house. It would be like a a, a whole thing of a phone call. Hey, if I show up with your daughter, are you gonna arrest me? <laughs> like yeah, it would yeah, be like right. a whole big thing. It wouldn't just be yeah. Let's just let's well, just go pop in and say hi for a second. See what happens. <laughs> I don't know that she would have been arrested because we don't it's know we don't know the details of like if what kind of contracts were signed it felt like it was just very like between yeah but them. that's the that yeah first of all she absolutely took the money right so right. even even if they didn't have an official contract she True. it's an exchange of goods she absolutely took the money we know that she inseminated herself with his right. sample so uh that is his child and the mother is on the run so that's kidnapping i mean that True. seems pretty i don't again i'm no lawyer i don't know what the i don't know what the legal ramifications are but that seems pretty cut and dry to me that she took money and then took a child from uh, the father yeah no it was the whole thing that whole storyline was just like this is so ridiculous yeah it was just <laughs> ridiculous. Like, i didn't buy any of it um, this whole show is so ridiculous i just kept rolling my eyes let me tell you 
when the kids set fire to the house, oh my gosh, I rolled my eyes so hard. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I understand the point they're trying to make. Like, yeah, money isn't everything. Wow, what a novel concept. I'm just blown away by the genius that of that concept. You mean rich families aren't automatically happier than any other family? Oh, my, give me a freaking <laughs> break. Oh okay, I, I understand that, but I... Uh, let me just say this the that that side of the story like all of those character developments for the most part i actually liked and and bought like reese witherspoon's character development where at the very end she's holding that feather and she says izzy and she finally takes you know she didn't burn down the house but she takes credit for it because she realized like unintentionally she like it was her fault like up until that point she'd never taken um the blame (sighs) for anything like I actually, and, I respected that, and the pressure that she had been putting on her kids the entire time. Like right. I do, I I did. So remember, I don't love all the build up to this, but I think yeah. that the payoff works. Um, it, it like the the big explosion of you know, I well, I never wanted you anyway. Um, you know, all of that stuff. I think that is. That was a good moment. It's a good, yeah. it's a great moment. And, and it, it is a culmination of all those other crazy storylines of the, the abortion, the stupid love triangle, the, um, you know, the, uh, Izzy's, you know, dealing with her sexuality and, and, and her mom's pressure and to be perfect mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. Um, that, that worked for me as a metaphor, you know, a metaphor, you know, lived out. Um, it just was. All, all the buildup was so melodramatic, but I think the payoff worked really well. The, the, right. Yeah. The, the question I had for you guys is, is what did you think of, you know, as a, as a coda to the, to that, uh, buildup when, when Reese Witherspoon is, is running around looking for Izzy and she goes to Mia's apartment. What did you guys think of the art project and stuff? How did you like that? Just the payoff of that and how that all came together in her sort of realization. I mean, I don't know. it was it kind was of fine. fine. Yeah. It's fine. Like I, I, like I, I, I didn't have an emotional reaction to it. I was just like, "Oh, that's an interesting art project." Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like you know. I thought it was fine. Like I, I, I like that I saw the the feather because she took yeah. the feather. I didn't notice she stole a bunch of things yeah. from their house, and I didn't notice where those things were. But maybe I just missed it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I guess. I don't know the thing that Pearl wrote that her mom was reading when Reese finds the the art project. I mean, I thought it was fine. You were, they were in a cage, but the door was open and you could fly out and blah, blah, blah. I didn't think it was worth Carrie Washington bawling over. Um, and I don't know. It was kind of fine, but I, I did like, I did like the moment where, um, Reese finally says Izzy. Um, I thought, I thought her character's payoff worked for me. Carrie, the whole Carrie Washington, her whole character, the, that whole storyline in this whole fiasco just didn't work for me. Well, I th- I think we have talked through this series enough. Uh, anything else we really feel like we need to cover? I hated, hated that B.B. Chow stole the baby. Yes. First of all, yeah, how, did, how did she get in there to steal that baby? How How is yeah. that? I don't know. Like, like at my heart just sank. Like, that's your worst yeah, fear to, like, hard. walk into your baby's yeah. room and your baby be gone. Ugh. I mean, yeah, I know that, that she'll really get hard. caught and she'll get deported. So, whatever. But still. Yeah. I didn't like that it ended on that note. Yeah. Yeah. It was dark. All right. Well, uh, talking about this series has definitely reinforced uh, my opinions about it. I, I mean, <laughs> this show is so mediocre. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, 
if you disagree, <laughs> if you felt differently, let us know. Um, let us know what you think on social media. You can follow us on Facebook by searching the Screeners Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. Let us know what you think. Let me know if you think I'm wrong. Join us next week as we talk about Season 3 of Westworld. We will see you then. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.